Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. You'll look at your life and go, well, I'm getting better. Everything's great. And in the back of your mind, you'll have this sense that something that you really could be great at it, that something could happen. But you're getting a little bit better, so I guess you'll just stay the course. That's the trap of deliberate practice, because it works a little bit. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. There's probably no better argument against the very idea that talent exists than a talent show, which we'll explore a little more deeply here in a few minutes. Similar to the idea of an overnight success, what we're really seeing is the byproduct of hours and hours of effort, failure, and persistence. Yet our practical mind, audacious as it is, manages to convince us that the practice required to become talented or an overnight success isn't rewarding. Finding what you're talented at and pursuing it sounds so ideal, and the reality that these people are just well-practiced forces us to confront the difficult path to attaining what we want, whatever that is. So you could say that deep practice has a branding problem. Being talented is just a sexier idea than being well-practiced. But with a little bit of perspective, which I hope this episode helps you find, you can see how much more special it is to develop a skill or develop as a person through hours and hours of deep practice. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. We were at an event last night where that totally comes into, into mind. We're at this uh, event called Spokane's Got Talent. It was for high school seniors for the whole region. So basically, if you took the top two people from your high school talent show and put them all together for a city, that's what it was. And it was it was fascinating because we had this balance of kids that just thought they were awesome and they were, you know, had some skill. But the the people that won, you could absolutely tell, you could just see through every pore the hours, weeks, months, years yeah. of practice. And the, and the and the high school student that won, she was my favorite also. And she was so good. It was a genre that I mostly detest. She did a performance from a musical and it was like a really cheesy, she was talking, singing, acting, not necessarily my jam. Yeah, It was amazing. And it turns out her high school is a private school that is essentially Spokane's version of Juilliard. So it only makes sense that yeah. she was amazing and converted somebody who mostly dislikes and they're all rock. There were guitars. There were singers. There were rock bands. All the stuff that I would like. She blew them away, mm-hmm. and you could just see the years and years of yeah detailed practice come through. 
Yeah, thank you for that. That 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 helps me segue into the next thing because that that's exactly what I want to talk about. I mean, I think I haven't read the talent code, but I I think a, a big piece of it, and I've read in other articles and, and watched videos about this. The first thing to get is that um, talent is in many ways a myth. You know, we 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 look through we look at amazing talented people. And it probably would be more accurate to say they're well-practiced rather than talented. Although that's not nearly as sexy, right? Oh, talent. Talent is special. Like they were born that way, right? Oh, they're very talented. I'm talented at this. Yes, it makes me special. It's not nearly as special as, well, I spent you know 10,000 hours working on this, right? Which in another way is quite special as well, because then you would go, wow, what does it take to do that? Oh, you know, when we look in, in movies, for example, I'm always making fun of the, the, like the Rocky montages, right? The, mon- the training montages in any sports film or whatever, right? What we see is people working hard and really committed and always really inspired. We don't see, you know, Rocky learning how to punch. And I've studied boxing. And I'll tell you how to learn. You, when you learn to punch, you spend a good couple hundred hours learning how to take a step without moving your hand. That's what you do. You learn how to shift your weight. That's how you learn how to punch. The punch comes a long way down the road, but you don't see that in the movie. You don't see the movie where Rocky's like taking a step and there, this movement, you can't really see, but just, I'm not moving my arms. I'm just shuffling forward and pushing through my foot, watching my posture. You do that for about a hundred hours to learn how to punch. That's like the first step. It's really boring. It's really boring. I studied martial arts for 12 years. I can tell you the fundamentals are not interesting. And when you find a mistake, that's what you go back to. Huh, this technique isn't working. Oh, this punch isn't so strong. Hmm, how am I moving my feet? Where, how are my hips turned? What's happening here? We don't see this in movies because it's completely non-entertaining. It's boring. Unless you can find a fascination in it, right? It's the cue thing we were talking about. That's it. It's not fun. You can make it fun. You can reframe it as fun. There's joy in it. Most of the joy is in the improvement you get to make that comes as a reward for the focus. But our conditioning is, you know, when we see, you know, like, uh, well, the Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid, uh, and I think the subsequent ones in, in some ways, were not bad examples, right? The waxing the car thing. That's actually not bad. We used to use that, actually, when I was first as a coach in, in EMF. We had a script where we used that as an example. You know, Do what I say, work on the fundamentals, it will all come together. And there's actually truth to that. It's a good metaphor. And the exasperation of Ralph Macchio's character in that movie where he's like, you haven't taught me anything. I haven't learned anything. And then Mr. Miyagi starts throwing a punch and says, show me sand floor, show me wax on, wax off, right? And suddenly you realize he has been learning. It doesn't quite work that way, but it's similar. But in, in martial arts, you know, you spend the first, I mean, it depends on the art. In Aikido, you are not a competent fighter for three or four years. And you may be training two hours a day, uh, three, four days a week. You're not a competent fighter for three or four years. Something like jujitsu, you can be a more competent fighter in about a year, year and a half, just because it's, it's, it's a different art. But 
mostly in the beginning, you're realizing just how completely uncoordinated you are. Realizing how bad it is. So you don't even know how to take a good step. You don't even know how to have decent balance. And so you're looking at like, okay, you take a step over there. Let's see how you're all off balance. Well, you're not going to be able to throw a very good punch if you're all off balance after you take a step, if you're a little bit scared. So that's what you're going to work on for the next you know, three months, taking a really good grounded step. And that's one of the reasons why attrition is so high in martial arts because people go, you know, the first three months are like, well, I had this vision of being this badass and I don't see that happening anytime soon. Same with guitar lessons or any music lessons, right? We want to be able to play. We want to be able to rock. We want to be able to dance. We want to be able to do whatever it is the thing, right? And then they say, all right, we'll spend, you know, the next hour working on this cue here. And you go, what? That's not going to help me write. I want to be able to write. I mean, it's eight years old. You don't really care about that, but that's why we don't mind doing it. Well, the adult says, do this. I guess I'll do this. That's been working so far. I'm still alive after eight years. You know, (laughs) So kids just do it. But as adults, we become shrewd and discerning and practical. And we go, hmm, I want to be able to be a great martial artist, or I want to be a great manager, or I want to be a great whatever. And then the, the expert who you've hired to help you do that says, okay, do this really small, uncomfortable thing that you can't connect to the goal you have. And the practical mind goes, hmm, all right, I'll try that a little bit. And then I'll see if it gets me where I want to go. And the teacher goes, well, all right, I guess you can start like that. Hopefully, you'll get more inspired to really do some deep practice. And then the student of whatever it is, management, music, martial arts, or any other thing that starts with M, um, they they do it. And then after you know 10 weeks or three months or six months, they look at their results and they go, well, nothing's really changing. I guess it doesn't work. No, you don't work. You're not working. You're just playing around, which is fine in the beginning. But you didn't learn to write that way. You didn't learn to read that way. You didn't learn to walk that way. What makes you think you can master any skill just by sort of giving it your vague attention here and there. I wish it were the case. I know you're busy. I know you've got limited focus minutes in a day. I know it's hard, but this is just how it is. You don't learn stuff just playing around. So the, let me give you an example. I'm doing this because I, I brought my guitar over here and, And I'm always shy playing guitar in these things when I use it as as examples. So I'm going to do this because precisely because I'm a little uncomfortable doing it. So you can see this. So here's a major scale. See, I'm already doing it worse than usual because people are watching. Okay, so that's a major scale. I happen to know it pretty well. I know it better than that. Okay, so... You can watch television and do this. Looks like I'm practicing, right? That's not practicing. That's playing around, right? You can do this for five hours a day and you will not become a better guitar player because you're just playing around. It's just playing volleyball, right? That's playing around. Deliberate practice. Would be for one playing with a metronome, right? To actually 
test my tempo against a, an objective tempo. And deliberate practice would be like, okay, let's see how fast I can do this. Whoops. Okay, I messed up. Deliberate practice doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily look at the mess up. It just says, oh, I messed up. Let me do it again with a little more focus. That's deliberate practice. You will get better doing, doing deliberate practice. So like, for example, what Catherine was saying before, I know I want to be doing this thing. And at the end of the day, I realized it didn't happen. Okay. If we didn't go any deeper into that, you know, and th- that conversation didn't happen. If she'd just be like, hmm, I went a whole day and I didn't really ask the kind of questions I want to be asking. And I can only think about that. All right, well, I'll try harder next day, right? That would be deliberate practice and that would produce some change. And that's exactly the trap of deliberate practice because there's decent intention and decent focus and it will create change, albeit relatively very slowly compared to deep practice. And that's where people get screwed up because uh, deliberate practice does produce results. And so you can do deliberate practice, whatever it is, music, martial arts, management, whatever, and you will slowly get better. And if you've never experienced the extraordinary results that come from deep practice, you'll look at your life and go, well, I'm getting better. Everything's great. And in the back of your mind, you'll have this sense that something that you really could be great at it, that something could happen, but you're getting a little bit better. So I guess you'll just stay the course. That's the trap of deliberate practice because it works a little bit. Now, deep practice would be putting on a metronome. I won't bother, but you get the idea. Metronomes are hard work. I'm going to speed up. Okay, I found a mistake. So I made a mistake. Now, deliberate practice would be like, okay, well, maybe I'll slow down and just pay more attention. Deep practice is what happened. What happened was, ah, it was my pinky. That was where I screwed up. So, why did I miss that note? Ah, I know why. My pinky's too high. Really common guitar thing. Keeping your pinky down is a really difficult thing. It likes to go way off the fretboard. The higher it is, the more effort and time it takes to get it where it's supposed to go. So, now I'm going to slow down and just work... Actually, it's going really high there too. Yeah, it's going really high through the whole scale. I didn't even notice that before. See, I didn't notice that before. I had no idea my pinky was going that high until I pushed the speed to make a mistake happen. And now I'm doing what's called mining the mistake. Oh boy, a mistake. Cool. Let me look at that. Now, this is the exact opposite of what most people do. Insert the entire course called Accountability Metrics Money and Shame. Right? I did that about a year ago. It, it exists, recorded. You can do the course if you want. Shame causes, causes us to turn away from the mistakes. Shame causes an unconscious thing to go, oh man, I suck. I'll never be good at guitar. My pinky is completely out of control. Woe is me. I think I'll go watch television. Or just continue to do it and not deal with the mistake. Right? Instead, you go, oh... How interesting. Okay, so let's get my pinky down here. Oh, look how high it went there. Really likes to go high at the end there. 
goes even higher there. Oh, there, I kept it low there. Okay, so now I'm starting to feel kind of nauseated and my uh, mind is starting to feel a little tired. My hand is tight, so I'm going to relax my shoulder, take a breath. My pinky really doesn't want to do this. It takes so much effort to keep it down. Okay, relax. I'm just going to work on just that part there. Oh, I see. When I put this finger down over there, the pinky wants to come up a lot. So let me focus on that. Are you starting to get a sense of how not fun this is? The only way to make it enjoyable is to be like fascinated, like how how do I make my pink? How what is it doing? Okay, so oh yeah, when I when I put when I'm in this this stretch position here, no, it does it there too. Uh huh. All right, so I won't bore you with this because then you would do this for like ten minutes. Just we find one movement where your pinky's doing the wrong thing. It's already better. It's already better, but it's not effortless yet. So it's like, okay, it's doing what I want, but it's taking too much effort. Deep practice says, all right, well, we're not done until I've I've gone to the effortless place. Or I go insane. Ah, it's already better. And I can speed up. Look, some speed coming through now. Staying, staying about the same height as the other ones. Not bad. All right. So that that's a decent change. I would do it longer than that. But when you uh, when you practice this way, when you go, when you lean into the mistake, you mind the mistake. You get really curious about it and fascinated about it, which is not possible if you're beating yourself up. It is not possible if you're beating yourself up about it. You have to be able to find a curious, open desire to really investigate it. Well, it's the same thing with your own psyche. It's the same thing with your own psyche. So you're probably starting to see that what we learned in inquiry is really this same kind of curious, investigative mm, self-inquiry, right? It's about slowing down and really looking at like, oh, okay, here's this belief. Here's this judgment. Interesting. How do I react when I have this belief? How do I react when I believe this thought? What actually happens there? How is my pinky doing that? You see, it's the same exact thing. It's, you could say, more complex, less tangible, certainly, but it's no different than the cues you did on that horrible lined green paper. It's no different. It's the same thing. And so what I see is most people, because of our conditioning, they get into this cycle with whatever it is they're learning of they do a little bit of deliberate practice, they make small gains, and they get discouraged because small gains are not inspiring. As human beings, we love growing. Whether you realize it or not, it's hardwired in you. 
We want to grow. We want to change. We want to become better at stuff. And when we're not becoming better at stuff, we just kind of get bored and listless and life doesn't seem so interesting. So there's this negative feedback loop when you do weak practice of you'll, at best, you'll get a little bit better in a way that doesn't really inspire you. And so you'll continue to go through the motions and be like, continue to get a little bit better at whatever it is. Or you'll just be like, I'm not really getting better at this. I guess I don't have talent. Or I guess this isn't my thing. Or I guess it isn't working. Whereas deep practice takes focus. If, if we're talking about something physical, it's physically painful that my hand's still hurting from what I just did. Doesn't feel good. Because you're going deep into resistance, physical resistance, mental resistance, emotional resistance. You're going into resistance and smoothing new neurological pathways that have not yet been made or have been made in some other direction. It's work, but it's work that pays off. So instead of the cycle of, hmm, Gradual, if any, improvement leading to general malaise and mild discouragement requiring additional inspiration all the time that you get from whatever. Instead of that cycle, it's hard work, focus, concentration, getting really granular about what's not working, which hurts, which leads to profound breakthroughs that rewards the behavior, which makes you see that pain as wonderful. You seek it. And that's why the Byron Katie turnarounds at the end of the four questions says, I look forward to so-and-so doing that. I look forward to slow, dense, unconscious people in the DMV asking me inane questions. I look forward to traffic. I look forward to sitting next to someone on a plane who takes up more than one seat. I look forward to all these things that are hard because I can do deep practice with them and I've had enough experience with it that it makes me better because I know how to work with it. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.